Welcome to the Practice Podcast, your go-to source for simplified mindfulness practices, holistic well-being teachings, and tools based in modern science and ancient wisdom for living an empowered life. I'm your host, Daphne Lyon, a wellness educator on the journey with you. Want to hear more meditation tools and practices to live an empowered life? Visit my website at DaphneLyon.com. Sit back, relax, let's take a deep breath in together. Exhale, let it all go. And enjoy the show. And don't forget to hit subscribe so you don't miss any of my latest episodes released every other Wednesday. Welcome to season two of the Practice Podcast. I just want to start off by saying how grateful I am that you are here tuning in. Thank you for a wonderful season one. I so loved connecting with you, hearing your feedback, your favorite episodes, and the things that you learned. And I think that's really my favorite part about doing this work and sharing the holistic practices with you is the connecting part. So after this episode, I would love to hear from you. If you want to reach out to me on Instagram, find me on The Practice, send me a little message, say hi. I would love to hear from you. So let's dive right into episode one, Loving Kindness Starts With Yourself and the Science-Backed Benefits. You are a human being worthy of love in this moment. Now notice how that feels hearing it. Did you tune out? Did you roll your eyes or reach for that pause button? Or did you take it in and agree, yes, I am worthy of love? If you rolled your eyes, I am glad you are here because in this episode, we will learn how to strengthen our inner voice of self-compassion so that we can reduce anxiety, depression, slow aging, reduce pain, improve interpersonal connection, and most importantly, increase self-worth and well-being. And if you were able to take it in, I am also so grateful you are here as well because there is always room to dive deeper into practices of self-love and loving kindness. So just a note about this podcast and this episode, it's for educational purposes only and it's not medical advice. So if you are in need of medical advice, please contact the appropriate medical professional to get the support that you need. We spend our entire lives with one special person. Yes, that's right, it's you. Our whole life with our own mind, thoughts, and inner voice. And yet this inner voice is not always positive or supportive. And it can often cause disruptions in our inward journey, our movement forward to joy, freedom, and love. Have you ever seen that Lady Gaga interview? There are actually multiple interviews of her saying this one line about Bradley Cooper. There can be 100 people in a room and 99 of them don't believe in you, 
but all it takes is one. And she says this over and over again because it's true. It takes one person to believe in you. And and how amazing would that be if that one person was yourself? When I teach meditation, I often start by asking you to meet yourself where you are in this moment as is by imagining that you are about to sit down for tea or coffee with your best friend, sitting with an open heart of non-judgment and compassion. I do this because often it feels incredibly uncomfortable when we become present with ourselves, especially if we are a perfectionist. And I know this because I am a recovering perfectionist. (laughs) When we become present, we get tuned into all the thoughts that move through the mind. The 50,000 to 70,000 thoughts per day, the majority of which on average are negative, about 80%. We say things to ourselves like, I shouldn't have said that or done that. Everything is awful. I don't deserve that. I'm so dumb. They don't like me. I look awful. I'll never be able to do this. I'm not enough. And I'm sure when some of you are hearing me say that, you're like, ah, I wish she didn't say that about herself. But it's true. We tell ourselves things that we would never dream of telling anyone else. This inner voice, our inner critic, can often be so harsh, right? But when you tune in to this inner voice of the critic, it usually originates from an early relationship with a caregiver or a peer or a teacher. And often we believe our self-critic is beneficial and motivating. That's kind of why we keep it around. I believe that the self-critic is part of the reptilian brain, this ancient part of the brain where our amygdala lives, the fear and worry center of the brain. And its purpose or intention, I should say, is really to keep us safe. And science shows this to be true as the inner critic taps into the reptilian brain by viewing the threat to self. It releases the cortisol to move us to action. That's kind of why we feel that it's beneficial because we get that motivation. Yet the problem and what we attack is ourself. And cortisol, as we know in past episodes that I've talked about, it inflames the brain and body and it can wreak havoc on our internal world. So a sprinkle of self-criticism can definitely be beneficial for safety, personal growth, humility, changing unwanted habits, and motivation. But just like anything else, when it gets out of balance and becomes the more dominant voice we listen to within, Anxiety and our well-being can worsen. Studies show that people with high self-criticism may experience fewer positive emotions, more likely to become depressed, and may be more avoidant and less productive. We tend to collapse into our own shame, guilt, and worthlessness because we identify with our inner critic. Self-criticism can also have a negative impact on mental 
well-being and it's linked to depression, anxiety, and body image issues. We truly are our own worst critic, but wouldn't it be amazing to be our own best friend, that one person in the room that believes in you? If you notice what your inner critic says to you, and you know you would never say that to your best friend, I wonder how do you meet your best friend for that cup of tea? Is it with joy, curiosity, non-judgment? Can they tell you anything because they know it's a safe space? And that's exactly what we can cultivate the same attitude towards ourselves through self-compassion, which is the antidote to the inner critic. Self-compassion is relating to yourself kindly and embracing yourself as is. Yes, flaws and all. Self-compassion deactivates our old reptilian brain, that fear and worry center of the inner critic, and it strengthens our inner wisdom, the home of our relaxation response, that rest and digest, tend and befriend response. One of the best practices for self-compassion that is shown to reduce our inner critic and strengthen our inner wisdom within is the practice of loving kindness. Loving kindness meditation or meta meditation, not the Facebook one, M-E-T-T-A, is a Buddhist meditation that is an ultimate form of generous and selfless love towards ourselves and others. And the science behind loving-kindness meditation is so cool. It's shown to reduce pain, ease social anxiety, help process and release anger and difficult emotions, increase self-compassion and emotional resilience, and improve feelings of self-worth. Sharon Salzberg, who is a teacher of Buddhist meditation, says that meta is having a spirit of friendship towards yourself, others, and life. Loving kindness practice creates this ripple effect of love, acceptance, compassion, understanding, and joy, which the world needs now more than ever. And it starts with you, which an important note is the least bit self-indulgent because The more we can keep our heart open to ourself, the more we can give to others. Love is a superpower. It's our most natural gift to the earth and and all her beings, and it is something we can cultivate. Showing compassion towards yourself and others is really, it's a skill that we can practice. Even though it's natural, it's something that we can harness and cultivate. And with the science-backed benefits, it's a no-brainer to add loving-kindness meditation to your day. And I want to teach you exactly how to do that. The practice of meta-meditation starts with yourself, giving loving-kindness to you first. And this is such an important aspect of the practice, to fill your own cup first. It trains this non-judgmental muscle of compassion to befriend yourself, which then grows the space that responds to our shame, 
inner critic, guilt, and feelings of inadequacy with resilience, understanding, and love. So instead of collapsing around the over-identifying with the feelings of the shame and guilt or inadequacy, we can instead tap into loving kindness and allow ourselves to be as is no matter what we are experiencing in the moment. The practice of loving kindness begins with yourself and then extends out into the world. In meditation, we silently say these phrases of loving kindness, which can vary from teacher to teacher, and you first say it to yourself and then to loved ones, to the wider community, and all beings on earth. For this particular episode, we are going to focus on ourself, and the next episode, we will focus on all those around us. So let's practice together. You can practice with me. Let's take a deep breath in. X out the mouth. Let it all go. Maybe closing the eyes and imagining you're meeting yourself where you are in this moment as if sitting down with your best friend for tea. And as you stay connected to the feeling of your breath, silently repeat the phrases of loving kindness after me, saying them to yourself. May I be filled with loving presence. May I be safe from inner and outer dangers. May I accept myself just as I am. May I know the natural joy in life. Taking a deeper breath in. Exhale, letting that go and just taking a moment to notice how you feel in this moment. Was there a spark of self-love and worthiness? A warmth radiating out from the body and even if you didn't feel anything any effects your inner world is adapting to one of compassion and non-judgment right here in this moment loving kindness meditation is empowering and the science-backed benefits prove the powerful impact of this simple practice Science shows that self-compassion is strongly related to mental well-being, less depression, less anxiety, less stress, less perfectionism. It's linked to greater motivation and taking responsibility for healthier lifestyle choices and better interpersonal relationships. A few of my favorite studies on loving-kindness are the following that I want to share with you. In one study by Fredrickson and her colleagues, she found that practicing just seven weeks of loving-kindness meditation increased love, joy, 
contentment, gratitude, pride, hope, amusement, interest, and awe, all of which reduce depressive symptoms. In another study from 2013, they found that individuals in a loving-kindness meditation intervention compared to a control group had increased in positive emotions, an effect moderated by baseline vagal tone, which we've talked about in other episodes. It's this physiological marker of well-being. This one was so fascinating because I've dealt with low back pain for many years and yoga always seems to be the prevention for me but in this one study they found that patients with chronic low back pain who were randomized to loving kindness meditation or standard care the loving kindness meditation was associated with a greater decrease in pain anger which is related to low back that emotion (laughs) and psychological distress than the control group, which is so fascinating. In another study done in 2012, they found that the gray matter increase in areas of the brain related to emotional regulation. So this is what gets us out of that reptilian brain where the inner critic lives and connected back to our whole sense of self. Okay, this study is going to make you want to throw out your anti-aging whatever cream you've got going on because in 2013, they found that women with experience in loving-kindness meditation had a relatively longer telomere length compared to age match controls. And telomeres, which I should actually do a whole episode on, or really a season because it's amazing the science of telomeres there are these tiny bits of our genetic material the chromosomes that are biological markers of aging which can decrease due to stress so with a loving kindness meditation your telomeres lengthen which slows aging and of course a study on self-criticism this is one by Shahar from 2013 and Shahar has written a lot about self-criticism and the science behind it and he found that a loving-kindness meditation was effective for self-critical individuals in reducing self-criticism and depressive symptoms and improving self-compassion and positive emotions They also found that these changes were maintained for three months post-intervention. So that mini practice you just did increased empathy, compassion, reduced bias and discrimination. It increased social connection, reduced stress, slowed aging, reduced chronic pain, increased gray matter of the brain, and increased self-worth and self-love all of which can have a positive impact on your psychological and physical well-being. The powerful practice of loving-kindness strengthens self-compassion and reduces the inner critic. It's a skill that we can cultivate that strengthens your ability to hold space for yourself no matter what you are experiencing in the moment. 
and one that creates a ripple effect from your inner world to your outer world simply by saying the phrases of loving kindness. If you are interested in more ways to boost your happiness, reduce stress, slow aging, and strengthen self-compassion, check out the practice membership. The newest on-demand classes which are added at the first of every month, this one in particular under love, are all about loving kindness, which you not only can practice with a guided loving kindness meditation, but the phrases I added to the breath work, the yoga, the hit workout, the restorative, and the journaling. So you get all the powerful benefits of this practice, no matter what you choose. Visit DaphneLion.com membership to join. And if you are new to the practice, the first week is on me. Thank you so much for tuning in. If you enjoyed yourself, let me know what you love most by connecting with me on Instagram at The Practice. And please like, follow, and share with your friends and family. May you be filled with loving presence. May you be safe from inner and outer dangers. May you accept yourself just as you are. And may you know the natural joy in life. Thank you.